Welcome to the Modern Mommy Dog Podcast. I'm Dr. Whitney Caceres. I'm a full-time pediatrician and a full-time modern mom. I speak and write about equipping mamas to raise resilient, healthy children and to invest in their own social-emotional health along the way. Each week, we'll give you the practical tools you need to win at parenting without losing yourself. Modern Mamas, and welcome back. Today, we are talking about a really ooey gooey subject that's going to be so feel good. Just kidding. We're talking about resentment. We're talking about resentment today. We're talking about you feeling and me feeling like, I hate doing this, but I keep on doing it anyway. I'm so mad at you, but I'm doing it anyway. We're going to talk about resentment for your job. We're going to talk about resentment toward your partner. If you have one, we're going to talk about resentment toward your kids. I want to talk about where does resentment come from? Why do we feel resentful and what you can do about it? So maybe in the end it will be ooey gooey and feel good. All right. So resentment, why do we have resentment? Number one, there's so many systemic forces at play against us as working moms, right? Like Nobody out there is coming on a white horse to save working moms. And working moms traditionally in the workforce have not been respected. Their needs haven't been considered. It's been an old boys club for a very long time. It's just recently that in our homes and at our workplaces that we're starting to really talk about is it fair that women are taking on all the load? Is it fair that women are doing all the like work wife jobs, you know, in corporations? Is it fair that women aren't getting paid family leave, right? Those are new conversations has been years and years and years of, dare I say, oppression. I think so against working women who are just as talented, deserve just as much pay as their male counterparts and have not been getting the consideration that they deserve. So that builds some resentment. Similarly, in our homes, you know, there is a lopsided distribution of our efforts in terms of household labor. There's a lopsided distribution of mental load. You know, I bet you are the Easter bunny. I bet you are the Christmas elf. I bet you are the Hanukkah fairy. I bet you're the Kwanzaa person, right? Like moms do all the stuff traditionally that is about taking care of the family that goes beyond even like grocery shopping and making sure the house is clean. I mean, we do all of kind of the thinking about the emotional wellness of our families in general breeds resentment. Our kids, you know, we're in this spot in parenting. And in my pediatrics clinic, I see this all the time where for such a long time, the pendulum was over here. Like to our kids, parents would say like, do as I say, don't ask any questions, very authoritarian. Like you get a spanking. If you don't do it my way, 
very much like, here's the rule, here's the consequence, no room for emotions. The pendulum has swung really far the other way where emotion coaching our kids, helping them to understand their feelings, making sure they feel heard and validated, considering them full, growing humans is a thing. The pendulum has swung so far though that sometimes the parents that I see are really confused. And I have been confused also in my parenting journey. Like, let's not get it twisted. I have been there too of like, wait, how am I supposed to be loving and like emotion sensitive to my kids, but then also have some freaking rules here? How am I supposed to make it so that my kids actually clean up their rooms when I want them to, and that I'm not just like following after them, cleaning up their messes every single day? That's a difficult line to walk as a parent, that's more complicated than just being like walked all over or just being the like, I'm going to be the stern militant rule maker. And so I think as we're coming out of people really learning all of this about emotion coaching, I think that created absolutely some resentment for parents. So I want to discuss how can we get out of this? I think, you know, the number one answer is about setting boundaries around ourselves and differentiating empathy from boundaries, differentiating caregiving from boundaries, differentiating over-functioning from boundaries. So for example, with our kids, there's a difference between okaying the emotion and okaying a behavior. When my five-year-old slaps me in the face. This happened the other night. She like straight up hit me in the eye. I thought I was going to have a black eye. There's no way that's going to slide. If I can keep myself regulated, I can, okay. Oh, yep. You were angry. I turned off your screen. You were so upset. And also I can say like, absolutely not. You hurt me. You now don't have any screens all of the rest of the week, my friend. Right? That's differentiating, like, I can feel with you, baby girl, but also that's not okay against me. And that makes it so that resentment that would otherwise build up against me and my kids as I'm trying to, like, keep it together and not get too mad doesn't bubble up, doesn't keep on building inside of me. That's an extreme example. Same thing, though, with, like, the picking up the room. I can say, like, I know you're tired. It's after school. You don't want to do it. But I'm not going to be the one that does it. Okay, if we can't pick up the toys. And that means we have to throw them away. We have to give them to somebody else. Sorry. You know, that's a differentiating line. Mama, it is here and available for download. It's the new Modern Mamas Club app. We are so ready to join you on your personal journey from conflicted to centered, we want to take you on an evidence-based path from feeling conflicted all the time, from feeling pulled in all kinds of directions, from feeling burnt out to feeling really purposeful and aligned as you move through your working motherhood experience, no matter what is happening around you. So go check it out in the App Store. With our partners, 
we can develop systems where we are sharing the load. And Eve Rodsky is my favorite person for this. Jancy Dunn is my favorite person for this. Jancy Dunn, in her book, How Not to Hate Your Husband After Kids, really talked about this idea of like having a really good understanding of the biology and of the social influences that make it so that moms end up taking on more of this really heavy load in our homes and in our families, but also gave some strategies about talking with our partners so that we don't continue doing it over time. Eve Rodsky, same thing, like, yep, get it, so unfair. This is the way that it's been for generations. We are the ones on the uphill battle. And we're the ones that have to have the conversation in the first place. How annoying. Also then gave a really good structure for how to make change. One of the most important pieces for me was learning a communication style with my partner that would allow me to share what I was feeling so that I didn't build up resentment every single day while also giving my husband some grace. That looked like this this past Saturday morning. My husband was lying on the couch. My youngest daughter got up at 5.30 in the morning. (laughs) I was up with her. I got her breakfast. We read books. We listened to some music. We're doing yada, 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 yada. My husband was still lying on the couch. I started to feel resentful. Really resentful. But you know what? That was a little bit on me and not on my husband. Like I didn't set up anything like on Saturday morning as I'm going to be the one that wakes up, but then Sunday mornings you will. So later on, after the moment had passed and he didn't end up getting up until much later, I had a conversation that went like this. Hey, this morning I felt really alone as I was taking care of Maria. I was looking over at you and I was honestly wishing you would just like go into the bedroom and close the door so I didn't have to see you and be reminded of the fact that there were two parents there, but only one of us was actually parenting. How can we divide up the task of taking care of Maria in a way that doesn't make me feel so angry and so alone? Can you help me brainstorm how we can do that? He's the one, you guys, that came up with like, yep, Saturday mornings, you're on. Sunday mornings, I'll be the one that's on. You go into a separate bedroom so she won't bother you. And then I will be the one that gets up and is with her. Okay? Work. And in our relationships and in our homes, I really think this comes down to us fully understanding who we are inside ourselves as individual human beings. I am not going to be someone that could quit my job tomorrow at my office and just go to some foreign land and do whatever the heck that I want to do for six weeks. Like, I don't have money like that stored up in the bank. I don't think many of you guys do. But I can, as I'm making career choices, and as I'm making a decision about like, am I going to go to work every single day? Am I invested in this? Really dig into what are the things that drain me? What are the things that give me energy? And then I can decide those are the job areas I want to pursue. And if there's too many energy drainers at my job that I'm in currently in my position, that means I need to do less of that. I need to do more of something else that feeds me. And maybe I won't be able to make that switch in my career right this second, but I can make one tiny little one degree change. I had a therapist once tell me, and this was so powerful to me. If you are going at, let's say like a 90 degrees or like due north, right? And you go one degree toward the east, In 90 miles, you would be on a completely different location than it would be if you had gone straight. 
So as I was starting Modern Mommy Doc, and I was like really trying to figure out how to monetize this, how to move forward within my passion, how to really be in touch with my centered vision for myself, for what I wanted my life to look like. I didn't make a 180 switch and just like stop my job and go the other direction. I made a one degree switch. I started writing some blogs on the weekends and posting them. I put up a little website that wasn't very fancy. I hired someone to make a logo for me. That's it. One degree. But I was already on my way to a completely different outcome for my life. When you decide that your job is just breeding resentment for you, if you're deciding that with your kids at home, that you are just like full of resentment all day long, if you are in a place with your partner where you are feeling completely resentful day after day, it does not mean that you have to adopt a completely different system and completely change your life and do things completely differently tomorrow. It could be a one degree change. And in the Modern Mamas Club on our app, we are all about that, about helping you make like incremental change toward the life that you want toward finding solutions that are sustainable, about finding a framework that's going to work for you. And we also know that doesn't happen right here, right now, that that takes time and that that's okay. I found, I think you're going to find that when you start making a change, like I have a choice, I am choosing to move this one degree in this direction. That gives you so much freedom because it gives you so much more control and control healthy control, healthy boundaries. Go listen to our episode on boundaries. If you're not sure what I'm talking about, about how to set healthy boundaries is the thing that ultimately makes it so we're not resentful. And building more control means having a vision for your life of what actually matters to you, where you want to focus your time and your energy and your purpose other than figuring out in small incremental ways how to deal with the rest. I'll see you next time. Hey mama, if you want more of the Modern Mommy Doc podcast, make sure that you click subscribe so you don't miss any episodes. We'd also be so honored if you shared with your friends and on social media with the hashtag Modern Mommy Doc. If you share about something that inspired you or that you learned from the podcast, we'll be sure to share it on our social media as well. Thanks for listening.